You are welcome to Faith to Faith broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor T.B. Peters, the president of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Jesus instructed the disciples, he said, tarry you in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. The Bible says this continued in prayer and supplication, in one accord. There's something about the united prayer of the saints. Amen. Not just that we're praying in the same room, but that we're praying in agreement. Hallelujah. And so, it was in that kind of atmosphere that the church was born. The church was not born in any other place apart from that place of prayer. Maybe to, be f- to fulfill the scripture that as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth. One of the important things about prayer and praying is that prayer is the opportunity God gave to us to be able to take control of things on the earth. Hallelujah. If we couldn't pray, if we didn't have the right to pray, then we will not be able to exercise authority on the earth. Our authority on the face of the earth is established majorly through prayer. So this morning, you're going to be establishing authority. There are certain things that will be going on in your life, and they will never stop. They will continue until you take your place in prayer. The mistake a lot of people make about prayer is that they think prayer is begging God to do something. And many approach prayer that, oh God, please, I'm begging you, I'm begging you, I'm begging you. New Testament prayer is not necessarily begging God to do something. New Testament prayer is taking what God has given you. Establishing the authority that God has granted you in your own sphere of influence. That's what prayer is. So, you say, oh, um... Why has this not changed in my life? Why has that not changed in my life? Why has this not changed in my life? A lot of times believers have those kind of questions. Then we have a prayer service. And then, rather than pray, you are looking at people that are praying. Then you are wondering why certain things are not changing. Listen, nobody can pray for you more than you will pray for yourself. Amen. Yeah. I know we have the ministry of intercession to pray for others. But there's something about learning how to lay hold of what God has granted you. And to walk in the victory that has been wrought for you in Christ Jesus. And that will not happen if you don't learn how to pray. Glory to God. There are two things I always talk about when we talk about prayer. I'd like to just speak along those lines. Let's look at Luke 22 from verse 31. The first is... I call it intensity. Ever say intensity. The second is duration. 
Everybody say duration. Because some people have asked me, what's more important? I said both of them are important. Intensity in prayer is important. Duration in prayer is important. There's something about how long you stay in prayer. Because prayer is not just you talking. There is an aspect of prayer that has to do with listening and hearing. Some people are not staying long enough to hear the instruction for what they are demanding. There are some demands you're making in prayer that require instructions. And so because you are in a hurry, you are not there to receive the instruction. Let's just look at this portion. Um, It's quite a lengthy one, but I will pick out a few verses. Luke 22. Um, I'll read um, from 31, yeah, but it says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan had desired to have you, that he may sift you as with. Verse 32, let's read it together. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Let's assume you didn't know anything about prayer. What Jesus was trying to say is that prayer can avert Satan's plan. Amen. Are you listening to me? The scripture said, he, he had to inform Simon. Simon didn't know. Simon didn't know what was happening around him. But he had to inform Simon. He says, Simon, Simon. Go back to verse 31. Satan had desired you, amen, to have you. <laughs> I want to announce that Satan has not changed, amen. Let me tell you, neighbor, Satan has not changed. Satan has not changed. Has not changed, amen. Meaning that he still desires to have some other people. Ask your neighbor, are you sure he doesn't desire to have you? You never can tell, amen. You know, you can't tell just by natural signs. If it was a a matter of argument, Simon will argue with Jesus and say, what are you talking about? Where? Where did Satan see me? From where? How? But he was speaking to him and giving him a revelation. Simon, Simon, Satan had desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. That means he will take substance from you. Amen. Are we together? Now, let's assume we don't know what it means to sift you as wheat. What will be the, the, the consequence of him sifting you as wheat? The next verse says it. Verse 32. He now says, I have prayed. What Jesus prayed against is what would have happened in his life. Amen. So, when Satan has you and decides to sift you like wheat, your faith will fail. Glory to God. Your faith will fail. You start asking questions. Eh, why is this happening to me? Why is that happening to me? Why is that? You, you, I, that's what we're talking about. You know, most of the time, when you go through life and you have more questions than answers, you know that Satan has desired to have you. Amen. When you start complaining, eh, you know, sometimes people think that it's just ordinary, that they are suddenly displeased with their friends, displeased with church, displeased with other believers. It's not ordinary. It's Satan desiring to have you that he may sift you as with. 
The plan doesn't end there. You give him more room, he will do more. You give him more room, he will, go, he will do more. Until he achieves his ultimate aim. But I want to announce to you today that in prayer, we can avert what Satan has desired. Amen. So he said, but I have prayed. Jesus said, I have prayed. What confidence in prayer. That means that he could take control of this matter. In prayer, he has taken control. Today, you will take control. He said, but I have prayed for thee that your faith fail not. Then to assure you, he said, when you are converted, when everything is fine, strengthen your brethren. That means you have enough to help others. Glory to God. So are you ready to take control today? Some of you, Satan had desired your children to have them. Desired your spouses to have them. You could see your husband and wife in church. Suddenly, it can happen for anyone. Suddenly, maybe the wife is just discouraged. I've heard more of the husband. Maybe he's no more interested in things of God. Maybe he has a problem in his business, in his finances. One challenge or the other, one distraction. Sometimes it might even be a good thing that distracted him at first. Where Satan is going, he had desired to have him, that he may sift him as with. And how you address those situations is not to be pulling your ear and say, um, as we say in Nigeria, hey, 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 hey. no, hey, 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 hey. we will not solve that one. It's prayer. Amen. It's prayer. Everybody say prayer. Some of you know people that are in that situation now. It's prayer. It's prayer. Then you say, when you are converted, you will strengthen your brethren. I always say that I'm a product of prayer. I'm not just talking about my prayer, but the prayers of my parents, the prayers of my grandma. Where she would boldly tell me and just boldly told me, don't bother what you're doing, don't bother yourself. I've prayed for you. Your matter is settled. That's taking control. That means that in prayer, you exercise that control over circumstances. That the storms of life, you can steal them in the place of prayer. Am I communicating? You can steal them in the place of prayer. Somebody say, oh, um, I thought by now this would have changed. Change it. Let me tap somebody. Say, change it. Say, change it. So, when we talk about intensity in prayer, you see that Jesus prayed. Let's look at that same Luke 22. I'll just go down. Um, we'll go down to verse 40, 44. Amen. Okay, we'll read 43 and 44. 43 and 44. Are you there? And there appeared an angel unto him from where? From where? What did the angel do? Strengthening him. Why is the angel strengthening him? Maybe he was running out of strength. Amen. Now, I understand the picture here. He's praying. Then an angel comes to strengthen him. He's strengthening him because he has not finished. That means that for him to finish, let me, there's extra time that needs to be added. So this, the, the angel is what? Strengthening him to pray. But my verse 44 will, will be good. Let's look at 44. Let's read together. I want to go. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was as it were 
drops of blood falling down to the ground. Intensely in prayer. Everybody say intensely in prayer. You know, so, sometimes believers just pray dispassionately, just casually. There's no heart to their prayer. The scripture in James 5.16, alright, confess your first one to another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent, amen, prayer of a righteous man availeth much. It's talking about prayer with passion. Your emotions are involved. Amen. Am I communicating? When you say pray, let's say, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. You're arranging your hair. Father, I thank you. In the name of Jesus. You know, you're not even thinking about what you're saying. You know, there are people that sing praise and worship songs, or they're singing worship songs, and they don't know, they're not, what they're saying is not what they mean. Amen. Maybe the song says, I shut my eyes, I lift my hands, I kneel down. But they're not doing any of them. Amen. Amen. I shut my eyes, but the eyes are open. I lift my hands, but the hand is in the pocket or is in the bag. I kneel down, but you're you are sitting down. Are you understand what I'm saying? That means that at that time you're worshipping or you're singing, you're not putting heart to what you're saying. A lot of times, why we stay a little long in prayer is that that's how long it took for your heart to be involved in the prayer. You know, you can mount things in prayer. Some, some of you already have some things you always say when you want to start praying. Somebody was praying and say, what am I even saying? Father, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for who you are. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for thanking yourself. Thank you, Lord. They say, what am I even saying? What am I even saying? That means, you know, he's just talking. He's just talking. There are some of you, if they say pray, there are first few lines you say, you don't even think about them before you say them. I would like to encourage you. Listen to your prayers. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Let me tell your neighbor, say, listen to your prayers. Amen. If you start listening to your prayers, you will start learning how to correct your prayers. Your prayers will become more scriptural. Some of you, the first lines of a prayer will counsel any other thing you're going to say. But you always say it. And that was how you were taught to pray. Or that's the way you learned how to pray. So you always just say those things first. Father, now that I'm coming into your presence, where were you before? Amen. Now that I'm coming into your presence, where were you? So you make such statements, but you're not even thinking of them. You're not putting thoughts to it. Hallelujah. So, there's something about intensity in prayer, where your heart is in what you're saying. I tell some people sometimes, some people pray too quick. I said, think about what you want to pray about. Hallelujah. Take scriptures, meditate on scriptures, then start praying. Prayer is not something we are trying. You're just trying it. No. We're not trying it. We're not trying it. I remember the story, I believe it was, um, um, or oh, what's this man that was with A. Allen now? Evangelist um, is going to be with Lord now. Miracle ministry. He, he was a protege of A. Allen. 
Now, Shambak, R.W. Shambak. Shambak went to pray for someone in the hospital. And um, the reason why they allowed him to pray for the person was that I think the daughter did not allow the doctors to do anything. She said, call my pastor. Let him pray. Call him. I don't want anything to be done until they call the pastor. So they called him. And then he prayed. As he was about to pray for the man, the doctor said, please, um, hurry up, all right, so that we can do our work. So he asked the doctor, who told you you would do any work when I finish praying? Amen. Amen. Who told you you would do any work when we finish praying? That means he was not going to try something. Amen. He wasn't going to try something. So today, when we stand up to pray, you're not trying out something. You want to solve the matter. Amen. Are we together? You want to solve the matter. You want to solve the matter. Listen, you know, I always tell people that there's something about knowing when you want to address something in prayer. Don't start praying as like, okay, let me try whether it will work. No. Understand that it might take a while, but you will not stop until it works. Amen. Am I communicating? You don't like what has been going on in your life this year. You can change it. You don't like the pace things have been going. You can change it. Who wants to change something? This. And then when you're praying, forget about your neighbor. Forget. Some of you are too self-conscious in prayer. You know, what is in your spirit is to pray in the name of Jesus. But you are not thinking. Hmm. Uh, let them not think that. Maybe your problem is not serious. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Maybe you know you really don't have a challenge. You understand that? So you can afford to be bothered about that. Glory to God. Say, so I will pray. With intensity and duration. The duration there talks about being willing to spend time until that matter is settled in your spirit. You're not going in there to just say, um, in the next five minutes I want to come out. No. I will be there for as long as will be required for that particular situation. What we say, you will pray until. Pray until. Amen. How we make that power of God that has been granted us available is through prayer. The amplified version of that James 5, 16. It says that the earnest, heartfelt, continued. You see all of the terms that have to do with intensity and duration in that, in that translation. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of the righteous availeth much. When um, we, we finished secondary school, you know, I became more committed to the things of God and all that. I wasn't that way when I was in secondary school. So I took, I wrote out the names of some of my friends. You know, we were friends uh, some of us, some were friends even before we got to secondary school. Some were very close. And I wrote their names. I had a diary then. I wrote their names. And then every time I remember, I would pray for their salvation. 
I'll pray for their salvation. After a while, I was no more really conscious of that. Um, some years back, I came across a diary. And when I picked it, I saw those names. And I found out that maybe apart from one or two, I don't know where they are. I'm not in, in, in touch with them. Almost all the people on that list have received Christ. Amen. Are we together? Now, I'd forgotten that I did that. But I saw their names. The time I was praying, we still met in university. Are you understanding me? We met again in university. And when we met, they were worse than they were in secondary school. Hello? <laughs> so it was like the prayer was bringing them from, 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 from bad to worse. Some of them even joined the cults in, in university when they were on my prayer list. Glory to God. So if you're looking on the ordinary or from the outside, it was like their lives have gone, you know, <laughs> it, it, things are getting worse. But over the years, some of them, either through trouble, some level-headedly, have received Christ. Amen. So it's something about staying in that place of prayer. So the first thing we're going to do this morning, I want you to stand up and pray about that thing that is on your heart now. There's an atmosphere here that will enable you and strengthen you to pray. Amen. We'll take that first, then we'll go in other directions. Are you ready? Help me tap your neighbor and say, I will pray. Now, don't, you know, someone say, um, 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 uh, <laughs> you pray with your understanding. You pray in other tongues. Amen. Are we together? If you feel like crying, cry. <laughs> but let there be a release from your heart. Let there be a release from your heart. Sometimes your words might be few, but they are weighty. So forget about what you wore today. Eh? I know you like your dress. But pray. Amen. Satan can tear that dress. Amen. So you pray. <laughs> Glory to God. Let's rise to our feet. This is a personal prayer. This is addressing circumstances. If you find yourself in that situation where it looks like Satan has desired you to have you, you are praying for yourself. Amen. Your faith will not fail. I say your faith will not fail. You won't get distracted. You will be focused on cause. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lift your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. In this moment of prayer. Let me have ease. Let me have assistance. From the Holy Spirit. Open your mouth and talk to God. Some of you words. Prophetic words have come. 
But you've not seen manifestation of some of those things that have been spoken to you. Talk to God. Lay hold of those things in prayer. Bako sebredi gezobredi ketobladis kabayabaye. Bala katome lebrono bregedus keploto shalabaha katos bregedi. La paton de bredis keploto bregedi telebo shalabayabaya. La tayaba lava shatayaba lebron bregedos kebredi. La patayaba lebron bregedis obledo bregedi atalabaye de bos bregedi. Balagabomble sobredi ketobladaba shalaba kopledos bregedi toloboro bregedi. La manda kayaba lebrodos brigadier teleboso la patoye blondo brigados brigadier tolobo brigado brigadier talabaye de la manda lebos brigados brigadier tolobo bobos brigadier teleboso lele lele lebos brigado 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 brigadier teleboso la pasha laba kayamando lebos brigado brigadier brigadisha la bande gledum blediga baya da bande brediske plotos brigadier yepa aladasha la bakoto bledike tobloto brigadier Le mende bredis ke plato bredike talabande le bo brigadier la hash ke plato bledis ke bredos brigadier telebo la bande le bo bregedos 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 bregadier telebo bregadier telebo bregadier bakata ya balabala bakoba ya bala bregadier talaba my whole life is filled with your glory my whole life is filled with your glory, my whole life is filled with your glory. Worthy is the Lamb. My whole lives are filled with your glory. My whole life is filled. With your glory, my whole life is filled with your glory. Worthy is the Lamb. My whole life is filled with your
Maggio Pradela vaya balevando le montara vaya vaya bala vaya 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 Take control of that circumstance Take control of that circumstance Bala vaya vale vaya 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 vale vaku vaya vaya
You are insisting. You are insisting. You are insisting. You are insisting. It's either it will not be that way or it must be this way. You are insisting. You are insisting in the place of prayer. Thank you, Lord. Changes are being made. Changes are being made. Baka temele bo predis kapaya balabaya. Balaban nele bo predos kapreto balabaya balabaya. In the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, let me say loud amen. On Thursday, there's a scripture I kept mentioning. It's one of the Psalms. I lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made the heaven and the earth. I went on and on talking about that. Verse 7 and 8. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. Verse 8 says that the Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Now, what I want you to pray about in this month of May is that God will preserve your going out and your coming in. Amen. He's talking about, let me use another everyday word, your transactions, your interactions, your business, the thing you do, God will preserve it. Amen. That this month of May, God will preserve your going out, verse 8, and your coming in from this time forth. That this May, that will be the testimony of your life. Open your mouth and pray that prayer for yourself. There are several transactions. Activities, projects going on in this month of May for you personally that God will preserve your going out and your coming in. 
Blaco mele brande sebledi kare balo bredi yesu. Makoba le bredi sebledi gabaya zubredi alaba zubredi. Jupre zubra ha zebladi ge blombre ge robaya bale. Labando le bombre dos ke platos brigadier telebo baya rabaye. Raba gadaba zubredi ge bos brigadier telebozo. Raba kome bro zubredi zubredi telebo bredi zubrigadier telebozo. La bakaya balom brigadier brigadier zubrigadier. La bande bredis ke platos brigadier telebozo. Bakate melise produce ke pledika baya baduske. Manda kabaibla zebrediga balome zebrediu kapaya balabosu that are going out and are coming in this month to be preserved by the power of the Holy Spirit. Balanda zebredi kapaya baye baroba librado zebredi telebom bregadi labanda lebom aliba ayaba adalaba zebredi zebregadi labrando zebrediga lebrando zebregadi. Alabando Bredos Brigadios Brigadier our going out and our coming in preserved. Malabande sobredike plada baya baye Lebrando sobredike toblado bregado bregado bredos ke plodoso Labranda la vaca ya balabande le bos bregadie teleske Malaba comprendo le bos bregadie teleboso bredie Yes Lord Oh we give you praise in the name of Jesus, lift your hand and say with me in the name of Jesus, in this month of May, my going out and my coming in are preserved. All my transactions, all my business activities, my day-to-day activities are preserved in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. When God preserves your transactions, there will be no leakage. There will be no losses. Amen. Have you received that? You received that? Before you sit, let's look at Acts chapter 12 verse 24. In Acts 12, 24, this month is a month of multiplication. God will multiply. But look at this verse. Let's read one to go. But the word of God grew and multiplied. Now, why is this saying? But something had happened. There was a judgment. The story of Herod. 
that had arrested James and arrested Peter, you know, Peter was released. And then he was boasting. The Bible says that an angel smote him and worms ate him up. So, he said, but, but, the word of God. That means that God was interested in his word multiplying. Hallelujah. I want you to pray for yourself. Let the word of God multiply in my life this month. Are we together? Let the word grow and multiply in my life this month. There are times where you see some people say, Oh, I remember four years ago when I was in the word. When I was in the word of God. What happened now? So open your mouth and pray for yourself that the word of God will grow and multiply this month of May. Let opportunities, let avenues be created that God's word will grow and multiply in your life. Father, we thank you. Oh, I give you praise today. Oh, my prayer and heart desire today is that your word will grow. Your word will multiply in my heart. Let the circumstances around me produce that growth in God's word. That multiplication of God's word. More of your word in my life. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Sit down for a moment. I want to share something with you. It is important that the word of God is growing and multiplying your life. Amen. And that you create more opportunities for your spirit to engage God's word. For your spirit to engage God's word. Sometimes people think that if they read a post on social media, that they have read the word of God. No. An intelligent statement might catch your fancy. It doesn't mean that that's the word of God. Amen. You know that raw reading of your Bible? Amen. It's very important. I think it was in one of our courses, um, our Bible academy courses, we talked about the interactions we have with God's Word. 
And we listed seven interactions with God's word. Are you expecting me to say them? Come for out of meditation. Amen. Alright, so but the point is, there are several things to do with the word of God, but you must engage the word of God. You must engage the word of God. Hearing it is good. Reading it yourself is good. Am I communicating? So this month, apply yourself more to the word of God like never before. Let me show you what will happen to you when the word of God multiplies in your life. Let's look at Second Peter 1. I'll read verse 1 and 2. My focus is verse 2, but I'll read verse 1 and 2. Second Peter 1. One to go. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Now verse 2 is my core. Let's read together. I want to go. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Amen. The word knowledge there is epignosis. The word of God brings you into the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. So when the word of God multiplies in your life, the opportunity for grace and peace to multiply has come. Amen. What the scripture implies, if you read um, uh, Peter's writings, you know, you see that there's something he understood because he said it in First Peter. He said it again in Second Peter. Grace and peace be multiplied. But when he said in First Peter, he didn't tell us how it will happen. But in Second Peter, he now said through the knowledge of, of God. Hallelujah. That means that the grace and peace, let me put it better, you can have more grace. Amen. You can have more peace than you have now. Amen. So grace can be multiplied. Peace can be multiplied through the knowledge of God. And that knowledge of God comes from where? His word. Hallelujah. So when you are praying for the word of God to be multiplied in your life, you are also praying for multiplication of what? Grace and peace. How many of you want to have grace multiplied in your life? Peace multiplied. Or some of you, you have too much peace, you can give me more. Amen. Grace and peace be multiplied. That means when it talks about grace, they're talking about enablements, favors and enablements multiplied in your life. There are dimensions of favor some of you have experienced. There is more to experience. Glory to God. I said there's more to experience. There are some things that are very small, you know, you know, but you just notice that you seem to be experiencing the favor of God in that area. Imagine grace multiplying for you. More things happening for you. Someone said, oh, you know what I discovered? A young person said, you know what I discovered? Um, since I've been going to work in that place, I've never paid my transport to go to work. That's, that's God. Are you understanding me? But that means that if you calculate your transportation... To work, it would have taken a chunk of your salary. But somehow, God has made you to have favor such that you're not making that expense. But that's not all God can do. Grace can be multiplied. Amen. God can go further and make that you will not even touch your salary for six months. Amen. Hello. Don't you like that one? So grace and peace can be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God. The Bible told us about Solomon. 
the difference between Solomon's era and David's era, David fought wars throughout. David's grace was to fight wars. Amen. You, you finish with this one, you fight this other one. You finish with this one, you fight this other one. He fought wars all through. Solomon, in his time, God gave him peace. The Bible says he had peace throughout. That means that nobody was about to say, um, Israel prospered more because they had peace. Am I communicating? He had peace from every side. Have you not read the scripture that says that when a man's way pleases the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Some of you need more peace. I said some of you need more peace. So that you will not be 25, you look like 55. Amen. Some of you need more peace. Amen. Some people see you talking to yourself, they think you are speaking in tongues. They don't know you are murmuring. You need more peace. So that peace is multiplied through the knowledge of God. And I'm saying that the knowledge of God comes to you through his word. So we receive multiplication of his word. I said we receive multiplication of his word in our lives this month of May. Glory to God. Did I help anybody? Alright, before we wrap up, I'll just touch some other things. You know, When I was talking about prayer, I mentioned intensity and duration in prayer. And that God strengthens us, enables us to pray. There are certain projects that you're working on that you need to pray through. You need to pray through. And in the flesh, nobody can actually have a successful prayer adventure without the help of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has to help you pray. In Romans 8, 26, it says, Likewise, the Spirit himself helpeth our infirmities. Amen. Helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. The word translated helpeth, or as the New King James would say, helps. is a long Greek word. I don't like always talking about it. But it means taking hold together against two people or more than one person taking hold together against. The Greek word is sunanti labanomai. It means that's the, use the word lambano is inside. You are seizing it, but someone is assisting you to take hold together against. So I want to move this table. And then I need someone to help me hold the other side. And we are moving the table. The Holy Spirit will help you move circumstances in the place of prayer. Hallelujah. So the Spirit of God is available to help you. He energizes you to pray. He doesn't only give you... See, there are several things the Holy Spirit does to you in prayer. Number one, He gives you utterance in prayer. Let me say utterance. 
utterance in prayer. That means that he gives you the right words to say. Utterance is not necessarily always in tongues. You can have utterance in English. Amen. Amen. That means that you, here you are, you, you wanted to pray, oh God, um, 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 please touch the landlord's heart. Let him, let us be friends. That's what you plan to pray. Then as you start praying, start saying, and I take over. <laughs> and I take over. Are you understanding me? But that's not what you intended to pray. It is only God giving you utterance for the will of God concerning that matter. So you can have utterance sometimes and it's coming in your understanding. Are you with me? There's a difference between praying with the Spirit and praying in the Spirit. Paul was teaching us in 1 Corinthians 14 and he explained that if I pray with my understanding, my mind is unfruitful. That means I'm praying with my understanding. I'm praying based on what I know, what I have heard, what I have seen. So I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, um, 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 I pray that this month of May, um, um, I want this month to just be arranged, you know, I'm praying with my understanding. Then, I can also pray with my spirit. I'm praying with my spirit. I will means I can muster the will to do it. Amen. I can choose to pray with my understanding. I can choose to pray with my spirit. But now, where the Bible now says, praying in the spirit, that's different. Amen. Amen. Did you get what I said? The first thing I was talking about is praying with my spirit. Praying with my understanding. Now I'm talking about praying in the spirit. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6.18. In Ephesians 6.18, I've entered scriptures I didn't plan to. Alright. Let's read together. I want to go. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. He's not talking about tongues here. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. What does it mean? It means that at this point, you are praying with the enablement of the spirit. Amen. It's not something, it's like, um, let me put it this way. When you're praying in the Spirit, it's just like saying, praying prophetically. Some people use those terms. What do you mean? Uh, some people say prophetic prayer. Prophetic prayer is not, sorry, I, I almost said something. Prophetic prayer is not carrying a bucket and running around a building. Or talking to a papa. Or, you know, let me not use the other fruit that they use. Alright, so, you know, that's not what prophetic prayer is. Prophetic prayer is praying by the inspiration of the Spirit. Are you listening to me? Did you hear me? Prophetic prayer is praying by the inspiration of the Spirit. And that inspiration can come in tongues. It can also come in your understanding. Are you with me? When I am prophesying to you, I am speaking by an inspired utterance, but in a known language. 
When I'm speaking in tongues, I'm speaking by an inspired utterance, but in an unknown language. Amen. Are you with me? So, sometimes we need to get to the place where you are no more praying on your own. The Holy Spirit has taken over. We started from Luke 8, 26. That's what I was showing you. The Holy Spirit has taken over the prayer. He is now the one carrying you in prayer. It's not you trying to drag him into the prayer. He has taken over the prayer. Amen. Am I communicating? Sometimes that doesn't happen the first five minutes, the first 20 minutes, or the first one hour that you started praying. Sometimes it doesn't happen that way. So that's what Luke, I'm sorry, uh, Romans, um, what's what scripture I just mentioned now? Um, um, Ephesians 6.18 was talking about. Where he said, praying always in the spirit. Hallelujah. That means, make sure that you come to that place where now the Holy Ghost has taken over the prayer. Then, Sunanti Lambanomai has happened. Amen. He's helping you carry this matter in prayer. So sometimes you're praying about something, after a while, you know that the prayer has shifted gear. Are you with me? You know it has shifted gear. You have entered another zone. In that zone, you stop counting time. You're no more counting time. See, Jesus was strengthened. Because if it's by his body, his body has ended. That's what I mean. The strength of his body can't cross, can't pray more than that. But there's an enablement of the Spirit. And this month, may you keep experiencing that enablement of the Spirit in your place of prayer. There are some things in your life that 30 minutes of prayer will not handle. Did you hear me? There are some situations that 30 minutes of prayer will not be enough to handle. You have to pray it through. You might pray and go and come back and continue and pray and go and come back until it is sorted out. But you have to make up your mind that you will sort it out. Glory to God. So, the help of the Spirit in prayer, that help of the Spirit in prayer is very important. In essence, for you to actually pray and gain grounds in prayer, you need the energy of the Spirit. And He will supply that energy. Amen. He will supply that energy. As long as you are willing, He will supply the energy. Some of you will go back tonight, you will just spend time praying. Switch off the television. Amen. Shut your phone down. Amen. Just stay in that place of prayer. Listen, what will happen in one hour of prayer in your life? You'll be amazed that seven days, months of walking will not produce it. Are you listening to me? Some of you know how to hustle. Bob hustle. You know, you know how to hustle. If you just spend that time praying, You'll be amazed how things will be set in place before you even show up. 
Do you know what it is for the hearts of people to open to you? And do you know what it means? That no matter what you do, nobody wants to help you. Look at it. The Bible told us about prodigal, the prodigal son. We call it the prodigal son. The Bible says that he took his substance and went to a far country. And no man, then the Bible says he spent all his living. Then he says, no one, no man gave to him. You know what it means? You know what it means? Nobody. Now, who was eating the money he was spending? Amen. Amen. You know, there are some of you here that say, after I've helped him, after I've helped her, now it's her turn to help me. It's not helping. It's because I have, see, listen to me. It takes God opening hearts of people to help you. Do you know, some people that are not helping you, they are not bad people. They are not just seeing that you need help. Are you listening to me? They are not bad people. They are good people. You might meet them. They are generous to other people. They are not generous to you. Not because they hate you. No. It doesn't occur to them that they should help you. You even come and complain something to them. You say, hey, 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 I don't die, finish you. As I am like this, I am dead. You say, eh. You say, ha, I have not eaten. Have, this one has happened. My house rent is due. Blah, blah, blah. You tell him everything. You say, ah, ah, sorry. It didn't still occur to him that he should help you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's not that, now, it's not that it occurred to him, he's saying no. It did not occur to him that he should help you. Am I communicating? It is in prayer that God unlocks the hearts of men. You can have a boss. You are doing everything within your power. If he walks on the floor, you clean it. If his handkerchief wants to fall, you fall on the ground, let it fall on you. But the more you are doing those things, even getting more angry. What's wrong with this guy? I think we should fire him. Put his name on the list of people that are going. Then there's somebody else somewhere that's not doing all those things. But that's the one that's always on the boss's heart. It's prayer that will make some people remember you. Some people will forget you naturally. Are we together? In prayer, the Spirit of God will move. Some of them are not in this country. Some of them are, not far, are far from you. They've not, you've not, you're not trying to remind them. They're not even your Facebook friends. But they will remember you. There are many good things that God has for you. But they are locked in people's accounts. People's hands. Amen. There's something that belongs to you that is with somebody. Amen. Hello. I don't know about you, but it happens where sometimes I see something that I own. And I say, I know there is no more my own. But I'm like, who has this thing? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> who has this thing? Every day I'll say, um, when I'm going out, I'll take it out. When I'm going, I'll take it out. Then I'll come, I'll forget. I say, when I go, maybe the person is not praying. Are you understanding me? Amen. So there's something that belongs to you that is in somebody's hand. The Bible says, you will not withhold any good. This next prayer point we're going to pray now is that that thing that belongs to you, that is in someone's hand this month, let it be unlocked. And I receive it. Amen. Are you with me? There's something that belongs to you 
that is in somebody's hand. That some of you, your promotion is in somebody's hand. There are people that have things, they don't know what to do with it. They don't know what to do with it. It's your own now. It passed through their hand to get to you, but they've not released it. There are some accounts. The money has your name on it, but it has not come to you. Amen. Let me tell you, but life is spiritual. That's just, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. That's just how it is. You, you know, <laughs> um, some people, okay, we're, we're planning for our church in Abuja. And then people are looking for venues. You know, there are people that are looking for a house in Abuja, so accommodation, looking for accommodation in Abuja. Then there are many houses in Abuja that are locked down. The owners are in one country. Houses locked down. Nobody's living in them. Nobody's living in the house. Since they built it, nobody has moved in. Amen. If somebody is living in that house, it won't cost them anything. God will open the hearts of men concerning you. There are some young fellows here. Do you know how many people have BQs that nobody is staying in? It's carton that is inside the BQ. Carton. That means the carton is more valuable than you. And you know the people, you go and see them, and then they say, ah, ah, ah. It never occurs to them, ah, there's carton in one room there. Come and stay. They say, where are you staying? Um, I used to wait when the police station. <laughs> When they want to sleep, I used to follow them and sleep. You have become a police officer. As you are telling them, they say, oh, they are looking for how to give you money. But that part is not, it's not occurring to them. Some of you know what I'm talking about. It's not occurring to them. It's the same way. Let's not go there. So, but the point is this. You will do something about it today. That in this month of May, no good will be withheld from you. I said no good will be withheld from you. Now listen, after you pray that prayer, you'll be sensitive to the leading of the spirits. Some of you, it's your foolishness that is making good to be withheld from you. Your foolishness, your foolishness, foolishness. Foolishness. will not allow you to enjoy what God has made for you. God can open a door. You can use your foolishness and close it. You don't know the power of foolishness. Maybe I will preach a message one day. The power of foolishness. Foolishness is very powerful. Very powerful. Are you ready to pray that prayer? Rise to your feet. Your prayer is that the good that belongs to you in this month of May, that is in the hand of any individual, it will not be held back. Open your mouth and pray that prayer for yourself.
There are lands, houses, cars, finances, job opportunities, contracts that are destined for you. Please put on the screen Psalm 84 verse 11. Psalm 84 verse 11. Use that prayer, that scripture as a guide. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. We unlock that which belongs to us. We summon it to our own territory. We summon it to our homes. We summon it to our accounts. We call for the good that belongs to us. In the name of Jesus. Lebranda kazombre doska padiga badobre doske platose. Lebanda bradoske platose bredike tobladoma loba yege brodose. Lamanda lavasha lavanda lobo bregados brigadia telebo bredoske platose. Lemende bradoske platose alabanda lavakaya balega degadegade. Rabakaya bando lobo brediske platose brigadia teleske. La bahaya balaba shalabande lebo bredes ke plotoso. Malaba shalabande lebo bregados bregadia teleske. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. Say that good is released to me now. I don't know what it is. If it's a contract, you say that contract is released to me. If it's money, you say that money. If it's uh, um, uh, a, a, a house, whatever, just mention it and say it's released to me. Now, say that now. 
Thank you, Lord. Sit down for a moment. Amen. The Bible says he will encompass his people with favor as a shield. Psalm 5 verse 12. With favor as a shield. When they see you, they want to favor you. When they hear about you, what comes to your heart is how to do you good. How to help you. How to partner with you. How to support you. Nothing else is coming to their mind. There is a vibe going out from you. And what it invokes in them is help him. Stand with her. Support. Partner. Their emotions are favorably disposed to you. The thoughts and the intentions of their hearts. Nothing else apart from doing the bidding of God. That's what the favor of God does. That's what the favor of God does. When the favor of God is speaking in your life, you'll be amazed what the person will even like. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Amen. It doesn't make sense. Like our brother's testimony. Where they have a group on their work, what they call it, their job, their office has a WhatsApp group. And he likes putting this uh, somersault icon. The MD likes it. That, that guy that does somersault as, uh, 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 icon, that guy. <laughs> so the day he did not put up the somersault, the guy sent him a message. What happened? Why are you not somersaulting again? Is there anything wrong? And then he says, uh, Well, I expected to be posted to this place. No, we're not posted to the place. So is that all? Yeah, he was posted. Are you understanding what I'm saying? When that favor, it would, it, you know, you just be amazed what the thing will be. Is <laughs> how God calls Moses and says, What is in your hand? It's, uh, it's just this road. Uh, this road now is going to be the road of favor. Amen. So that thing that has always been with you is normal to you. There's nothing spectacular about it. But that's what favor we speak out from. Amen. When favor is speaking, a pastor who prayed for a lady, she had been really concerned about getting married. She's big, dark. You know what I mean by big? She's big and dark. What we call fat. So, she was concerned. So the man of God laid hands on her and prayed. Then someone came. I wanted to get married to her. When they asked the guy, why her? He said, I just like it like that. <laughs> I like it big and black. <laughs> and the guy came in from the US. He's an American. He said, I like it like that. <laughs> you know what's happened? That thing. It has always been there, but favor.
Praise the Lord. The favor of God. I shared a story about a guy that talk, shared how he got his job. And um, they were waiting for the interview. Okay? So because the place was so tense, he now tried to lighten up the atmosphere. So he started cracking jokes with the, all people waiting for the interview. Only for a man to walk in. He thought the man was one of the um, uh, people looking for a job. What do you call them now? Who they were about to take employ. You know? And then, he said, ah, this one that you've not gotten the job, your stomach is like this. When you get the job, <laughs> what will happen? Everybody laughed. The man too laughed. Only for him to enter interview, it was the man at the table. He didn't know that the man was the, one of the people in the panel. As he entered, he was like, man, I am dead. <laughs> then the man said, ah, this guy is very full. We need jovial people like this in the office. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You also heard the story about a lady that put purple hair. Purple. Purple is madness now. Are you understanding me? You know, there is uniqueness, then there is madness. You know, purple. I went for a job interview. <laughs> Even the people that were around the lady didn't want to sit with her. Let them not count them as friend. Then the boss comes and says, somebody that is crazy like that, that does not care what anybody thinks, is the person we need for this job. Amen. Are you listening to me? Say, I receive that kind of favor. I'm walking in that kind of favor. Glory to God. I'm walking in that kind of favor. It looks like, but that's the thing that God now used. Glory to God. And this month of May, that's the, ex- the experience we're all going to be having. Because they will not hold back any good thing that belongs to you. They won't hold it back. And God will order your steps. You'll be at the right place at the right time. It's not when they want to give you something. That's when you are not there. You know, they are put like that. You know? That they will suffer labor. When it's time to share, they won't be around. I said, ah, we wanted to give you, the, but you were not around. <laughs> so we gave it to this person. We gave it to that person. And the person they gave it to was not even involved in the work. He just came, they were sharing something. He said, ah, please. And they gave him. My steps are ordered. My steps are ordered. I am where I'm supposed to be. At the time I'm supposed to be there. Amen. Don't be a restless person. Restlessness will always keep you away from where you ought to be. Sometimes people are running to some place while the thing they are looking for is coming to where they are. I 
I just imagine if I was not seated in my office years ago. I wasn't married then. And those two gentlemen came. They look like what you call 419. But I am standing here today because of that impact. He came to my office. Oh, they're looking for so so and so. The pastor allowed them in. Then we were at Rumokuta. And they told me, Oh, we saw you do something. You were doing one IT stuff, training, blah, blah, blah. And this guy, he has, he has money. He doesn't know what to do with it. So we thought of someone trustworthy that we could partner with that has uh, the, uh, what, the technical partner. He will be the financial partner. I was just looking at them. In my flesh, see these 419 people. This was years ago. Then I said, hmm, something like this will cost like 4 million. They whispered among themselves, we will pay. I was more convinced that they were 419. How will you? You didn't even go and come. Yeah, you are saying you will pay. They said, we will pay. <laughs> Listen to me. Your steps are ordered, though. The people that are without good, when they will come, you will be there. You won't roam away and be far from the place. They took my phone number, I took theirs. They said, we will call you. That was the time I was confessing and declaring, I've entered the million flow. I've entered the million flow like a madman. I was declaring, I've entered the million flow. I woke somebody up and said, I've entered. He said, Amen. To show you how my spirit was so sensitive. The day the phone call came, the Lord told me, you are going to receive a phone call that will change your life. And then my phone began to ring. I picked it. And they said, hey, uh, the money is ready. We are bringing the check. It's the first time a bank manager called me. Um, you want to drink tea? <laughs> I said, I drank tea in the house. What's the problem? <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Are you fine? <laughs> bank managers will be your friend, though. It's not the one one teller will be telling you, join the queue now, join the queue. <laughs> Join the queue. Uh uh-uh. uh. How much do you want to collect? That phase is over. Listen to me. This year, some of us are stepping into realms of wealth like never before. Say, I receive it. Years ago, I saw a vision. 
the Lord showed me lightnings. He called them lightnings of prosperity. Lightnings. The lightnings will strike and then money will just burst in that place. It will strike and good things will start happening in that place. He said that's how it will be. Lightnings of prosperity. We did a series of meetings. Lightnings from heaven. Some of you remember. Say I receive. So this week, don't be surprised. They will call you. They will look for you. They will meet you. You will meet them. When those things are working for you, it will be like the weather is in agreement. I, I don't understand me. You just know that, you know, the Bible calls it is an unforced reading. Are you understanding me? Everything is playing to the song of favor that is ringing in your life. Are you understanding me? Everything is dancing to it at the same time. It's in agreement. That the things that you thought would be stressful for you to get, they will fall at your lap. You thought you were going to struggle, struggle, struggle. Hey, when will I save and do like this and do that? Before I will get it, it will fall on your lap. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. Apart from my father's car, the first car I ever had as a bachelor, I was not even thinking car. I was thinking car. I wasn't thinking car. It's not like I was planning to have a car. We used to use, um, what do you call them, um, hired cabs to do the things we want to do. At, at finished school, use hired cabs. If I didn't have access to the car, my dad's car, then I used hired cabs. Until a friend of mine now said, this car you are hiring, I've calculated it too. Um, the money is equivalent to Buying by higher purchase. <laughs> I say, hey, see him calculating for me. Are you understanding me? People will calculate for you. Amen. He says, so I've thought of it too. There's a friend of mine that sells cars. We want to give you one. Then you'll be paying. I say, hey. He said, yes. In short, I want to deliver it as your birthday gift. <laughs> so he was struggling. I never even, I, it's not like I follow him and say, so what about the car? What's my business? I was not the one looking for a car. The bed they reached, I think he couldn't, they didn't meet up to do it on the bed day, you know, to bring the car for me to use on the bed day. It came some weeks after. Then he brought the car, they just brought the car, said the car has come. I said, wow, nice, Toyota Corolla. <laughs> like, wow, wonderful, thank you. The first few weeks, he was the one driving it. Are you understanding me? <laughs> he was the one driving it. Because I want to go so say, you carry me out, this da 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 they will park the car. I didn't you know I didn't even drive the car for a while. But it was easy. I didn't do like this to pay. Amen. Amen. Am I communicating? They say, Okay, this month now, the money you would have given, bring it. I will give them. Next month, the money, bring it, I will give them. Until I cleared it. Amen. Am I communicating? 
the idea was between the owner of the car and my friend. Things will drop on your lap like that. I was living somewhere and I, I was to move. Some people just came together. Ah, you have to move. I said, yeah. want to pay the rent. Ah, ah. Eh. And that was it. You know, there are things you will be calculating with your head. Eh, then, plus, 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 until your head will jam block. <laughs> plus, plus, plus. No headache for you this month. No headache for you this month. So I've seen the favor of God at different points. There are things that, so when I see where you are doing, I told someone, I was saying someone, I said, my life doesn't go that direction. I, if I see that I have to struggle to make it happen, I know that something is missing. Amen. Now I believe in walking. And I walk my best. But I'm, not, I'm talking about where you have to lose your soul. Amen. <laughs> to gain the thing you are looking for. No, sir. It doesn't have to happen like that. It doesn't have to happen like that. Tap, you know, say life is not, it's not that hard. Amen. Life is not that hard. Even for Satan, life is not that hard. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Life is not that hard. If there's anybody God has beef against, it's Satan. Even for him, life is not that hard. Amen. If Satan lives in Nigeria, he will have food to eat. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Uh-huh. But God is not against you. Am I communicating? God is not against you. So if life is not that hard for him, why is life hard for you? Say, I receive favor. I receive favor. I am drenched in favor. Amen. I'm dripping favor. When I pass, I drop some for people. Amen. Dripping favor. The seat I sat on, when I stand up, favor is left there for someone. Amen. Are you listening to me? I'm drenched in favor. So this month of May, things around you are multiplying. In the name of Jesus. Bank accounts are multiplying. Not just the money in one account, the number of accounts. They are multiplying in the name of Jesus. You'll be here in this country and the good things that people get in America, they will come to you in this country. The things people travel to experience, they will come to you here. In the name of Jesus. God has changed. Some of you here, you had that experience in three days. God has changed your status. I don't, maybe I've not shared this testimony of our brother, you know, um, Pastor Victor was sharing with us. He was talking to Pastor Sandra. He was in the hotel room. And um, I can't remember if it was the day we were going or so. So we had fruits that we didn't eat. So they had this pack of grapes, normal grapes that you, you could buy in Port Harcourt here. So we had these grapes. 
So he was not asking. And they pack it with this plastic uh, transparent pack. You know, you know what I'm talking about. So he was now he asked the question, which was very funny. He said, "Do they sell?" Now he, this guy left Nigeria maybe five, six years ago. He left Nigeria six years ago. So he said, "Do they sell these things? Do they sell this in Nigeria?" So Pastor said, "Of course, they sell it." And she was now mentioning where you could buy it. He now said, "You see, that when I was in Nigeria." I do not even have money to buy it to even know where they sell this kind of thing. Are you understand what I'm saying? He said, when I was in Nigeria, I did not have money to buy this kind of thing to even know where they sell it. Now he's doing a wedding and the same day he's buying a car. How do you explain that? I'm talking about his, in his personal capacity. Are you listening to me? That there are family members that are being sponsored by him, his people from his family. That's the change of status now. He might be watching this now. Because they normally watch it before their service. How many of you know Eneka? I can't say this in US because they don't know the place. How many of you know Eneka? Eneka, you know where Eneka is? Eneka is not Potakot. This son of man I'm talking about has stretched from Eneka to church. Not once. Not once. You know, that kind of trekking can only happen when you don't have money and you will not have money and you will not have money. Are you understanding me? <laughs> because if you don't have money but you have money, you will wait. But if you don't have money and you will not have money, are you understanding me? <laughs> you will hit the road. It's not that you trek half and enter transport half. When I heard it, I said, What? They told me maybe a week or so after. I said, What, what nonsense is that? Then they said, It's, it's not the first time. <laughs> it's not the first time. Amen. But I look and I see a testimony. I see a testimony. I see a testimony of how God has altered someone's status. Amen. People who go abroad and they go and be washing cups, cleaning, arranging. Are you understanding me? They pay them small money. Then they post on Facebook. No, sir. This is core job. Expertise in his field. Amen. Are you understanding me? It can only be God. It can only be God. It can only be God. For the next batch of people that will travel from this church, you are not going to go and be around the corner. I call it, when we was going, we prayed. We said, when you get to America, mainstream, that's the language. You know what we mean by mainstream? It's not there you will go and then you will be doing one kind of job that you will not do here in Nigeria. Mainstream. And it's mainstream job. Mainstream job. Amen. 
for I want to speak over the next batch of people that the Lord will be taking to any country in the world. Don't go to UK. Any country in the world. Amen. Don't go to UK. It's my country, but don't go. Any country in the world that you're going to, I speak over you mainstream in the name of Jesus. Mainstream. 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 God will open doors for you. Before you reach there, the wisdom on what to do will drop in your heart. In the name of Jesus. Mainstream. Say, I receive it. The ones that can take you to their office. All the, sorry to say, all the, my friends, sorry, all the people I know in some other countries, they cannot take me to where they work. Will they take you to mortuary? Will they take you to an old people's home? Well, they can take you to where they work. Amen. Because it's dignified labor. Amen. I, I, I love that kind of thing. God, God wants honor on your life. Honor. The blessings you will experience this May, there are blessings that will bring honor to you. I said, God has blessed me, Shah, but no. Honor. Blessings that come with honor. Come with dignity. In the name of Jesus. Doors of favor have opened to us. Amen. Glory to God. I am blessed. I don't know about you. Amen. Don't go to Afghanistan. It depends on what you are going for. If you are a contractor that is supplying ammunition, you can go. That would be a big job. Amen. Am I communicating? Jobs and contracts with dignity are coming into this house. Jobs and contracts with dignity are coming into this house. Jobs and contracts with dignity are coming into this house. The messages I've received in the last 24 hours of how people's lives have been transformed. Oh, I was like this, now I'm like this. I was like this, now I'm like this. That's dignity. That's honor. That's honor. That's honor. That God is your God. And our testimonies will multiply. All the testimonies we had from January to April. In this month of May, they multiply upon us. Multiplied healing testimonies. Multiplied testimonies of favor. Multiplied open doors. Multiplied financial breakthroughs in the name of Jesus Christ. One Sunday, ten people will come to church and drop their khakis. 
in one Sunday. One Sunday, people come to church and go home with cars. One Sunday, people will come and become owners of houses in the service. Mark my words. One Sunday. We will buy up these streets with ease. It won't be by gathering change. We will buy it with ease. It won't be by gathering change. We will buy it with ease. It won't be by gathering change. Where you pay for something... And there's money remaining from where you paid. Glory to God. Let's rise to our feet. Let's thank Him. The Bible says, And out of them shall come thanksgiving, and the voice of them that make merry. Jeremiah 30 verse 19. So let's just begin to thank Him for multiplied testimonies. Multiply testimonies. Multiply testimonies. Out of them shall proceed thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Taking the message of peace around the world.